Hello and welcome to episode number 214 of the Lines Podcast. My name is Matt Brown and I am joined by my shadow here on episode number 214. You want to follow me over on the Twitter machine at MattBrownM2. Give you some quick thoughts here on the memorial. If you want the uh, golf takes, then skip to the end of the podcast here since this is Coming out a little bit later, uh, I'll just stick those at the end, considering that tournament might be going by the time we get going with all of this. I'm going to talk some of the strategies I'm using for NFL draft and MVP as well. And this is something that uh, I've already started to kind of build a portfolio here with this. And let's kick things off here with the NBA finals and Guys, I mean, listen, I think this is going to be an absolutely great series. I think there are guys with as much conviction on both of these teams as you are going to see in any series we've had in the playoffs. I have some people who think that this Warriors team is going to absolutely destroy the Celtics. I have people who think the opposite. And then I have people who think that this is destined for seven games, no matter what. We're going seven in all of this. But honestly, as we sit here and kind of look through this, it really is a fascinating series. I mean, you look at what the Celtics are going to be able to throw at the Warriors from a defensive standpoint. And I do think that that is going to matter. I do think that Klay Thompson, who has been up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down, might struggle might find some real resistance from this Celtics defense. Then the scoring falls back on Steph Curry and maybe Andrew Wiggins. Jordan Poole was a massive contributor throughout the course of the season, but his offensive contributions, now that the big three got back in the lineup there for the Warriors, has been minimal at best. And so does he figure out a way to get going again? Maybe that'll be necessary. Draymond Green's days of scoring are behind him. So we do have to wonder here, are the Celtics in this defense going to be a little bit too much? Now, I had this theory that I was going to wait until after game one in which I thought that the Celtics would lose And if the Celtics lost game one, then I would come in and bet them on the series price. Right now, the series price is about the Warriors minus 150, about the Celtics plus 130, 135, something like that. In game one, they are three and a half point dogs on the road at Golden State. And then you kind of go to that whole thing, and this was my thinking, and I think I had flawed thinking in this, was, hey, look, they had to go seven games. Not only do they have to go seven games, but man, those starters were really pressed on their minutes. If you take a look at how much they had to play in those games, specifically down there in game seven, you know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe this is going to be too much for this team. They lose game one and then they come back and bounce back and off we go. But, but game one, Thursday, June 2nd, game seven ended on Sunday, May the 29th. 
We are talking three full days of rest for this team before they have to take the court again. So I don't know if my theory is actually going to play out. So I think I'm going to take a little bit of the series price on the Celtics before like maybe a third of a unit, half a unit, something like that. And then do the other half on the Celtics should they lose game one. Which again, I still kind of lean the Warriors there in game one. But it's not going to be because of this rest thing that I was that I was on. That was just uh, that was a bad take on my part. Three full days to rest. These are premier athletes. These guys are going to be fine. So I do like the Celtics here. I think they have more options with this team. And you're going to say, what do you mean? The big three for Golden State. Yeah, but one of those big three doesn't score. One of the other ones in Clay Thompson has been very, very, very inconsistent. Now, he has had monster games, but he has had absolute horrible stinker games as well. And outside of one game in the playoffs, Jalen Brown has been an awesome Robin to, to Jason Tatum's Batman. And then with the Celtics, you have Marcus Smart who can step up and do a little bit of scoring for you to go along with playing that amazing defense that he plays. And then we've seen some of these other guys help out along the way. We've had an Al Horford game. We've had a Grant Williams game. We've seen Derek White really step up. So I just like the options on the Celtic side here a lot better. I like what they bring on the defensive side of the ball to be able to neutralize what Golden State has been able to do. No, no doubt that Boston has been way more battle-tested to get to this point. Maybe when it's all said and done and we look back on this, one of the most impressive runs, you know, should they win the title, to a title we've ever seen. But I like the Celtics here. I like them in the series. Not so much necessarily in game one. I like them in the series. I think I'm going to split the bet a little bit before game one and then a little bit after game one as well. I don't really have an opinion on the MVP market. When you look at it, I mean, it should be, I mean, if I, if I have conviction in the Celtics, you know, it's going to be from a winning, it's going to be from the winning team. It always is. So, you know, Tatum being the favorite on the Celtics side of things makes perfect sense. I'm not going to argue that. Could I tell you, hey, maybe you want to, do you want to put a splash at all on Jalen Brown? I mean, you can. I wouldn't sit there and talk you off of it, I suppose. But if you look at it, Steph Curry's plus 110, Jason Tatum plus 170, obviously the two best players on the two teams. Then you get to Jalen Brown at 11 to 1, Clay Thompson 15 to 1, Draymond 18 to 1, Andrew Wiggins 25 to 1, Poole 35 to 1, Marcus Smart 45 to 1. If you wanted a long shot, Marcus Smart at 45 to 1 would be the one that I would put in my account. It is not out of the range of outcomes for Marcus Smart to average 21 points, eight assists, five, six rebounds, and two steals over this course of the series. 
Now, I mean, that, would, that would be what it would take for him to win it. I'm just saying it's not out of the range of, of outcomes for him. That said, Tatum and Curry, I think, are priced appropriately. Jalen Brown, 11 to 1. Again, I'm on the Celtics. If you're on the Celtics, I wouldn't sit here and tell you that that was a bad bet by any stretch of the imagination. Let's switch it over to football. And I know it's never too early to talk football, right? Well, let's talk some football around here. And basically what I'm looking to do, and I'm going to, I'll be the guinea pig, guys. If you want to be the guinea pig along with me this year, we can do that. But I'm going to be, I'm guinea pigging this for you to see if there's something to this little strategy that I think. And basically what this is, is for the 2023 NFL draft, unlike what we got in 2022, it is going to be ridiculously quarterback heavy. There are two quarterbacks right now. Consensus. Consensus could go as one, two in CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. That said, there are at least five to six other quarterbacks that have been mentioned as far as a first-round grade. Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, Hendon Hooker, Tyler Van Dyke. Then you get to that borderline where you can start adding some other guys, Jaron Hall, Spencer Rattler. Should he have a monster season, Keaton Slovis? I mean, like, there are a lot of guys that have been mentioned as possibly going in the first round. Phil Dracovic is another guy that's been mentioned. You might hear Malik Cunningham's name get mentioned. I'm telling you, it is a, a very, very, very strong quarterback draft. Coming in 2023. There have been some mocks that have been put out already that have as many as seven going in the first round. So basically in a draft where there is going to be so many quarterbacks go. And each team has something that they look for in a quarterback. Or one of these guys just happens to blow up. Remember, Joe Burrow was supposed to be a middle second round, late second round guy. Blew up, had an unbelievable season, ends up going first overall. So I've started to build a portfolio of some of these guys, not CJ Stroud, not Bryce Young. The odds are too short to be the number one overall pick. Two to one and plus 225 on Stroud and Young. But some of these other guys, Levis, Van Dyke, Richardson, Hooker, Hall, All of these guys, I'm starting to build a portfolio of having them as the number one overall pick. You can find them all pretty much like 35 to one or longer if you shop around. And one of these guys could blow up and have an unbelievable season. And with that, you're going to have a ticket on a guy that maybe by the time the draft rolls around is two to one, three to one, four to one, something like that to be the number one overall pick. And you're going to have a 35, 45, 50 to one in your account on the guy. I would only do this with a quarterback. Quarterbacks are the only guys. I mean, listen, you can talk about the whole Trayvon Walker thing this past draft, but I mean, typically 
quarterbacks are the only guys that just absolutely rocket up draft boards. You can see guys start at a consensus middle of the first round and end up in the upper half of the first round like we see that. What you don't ever see is a guy who is, oh yeah, you know, I could see him into the first round type guy and end up going number one overall. But quarterbacks are those type of players and quarterbacks are those guys. So for me, I'm going to guinea pig this for you guys. I'm going to build this little portfolio of all of these long shot quarterbacks to go number one overall. And we'll see if it plays out. We'll see if we even have a sweat. That's more what I'm looking at here. Like it's very likely that Stroud or young is the number one overall pick. They're awesome. But what if we get down to this thing and, it, and there is a legitimate sweat for one of these other guys? That's all I can ask for. If I'm going to have a super long shot ticket in my account, that's all I want. I want to sweat on this. I want to sweat on having a 40 to 1, 45 to 1 guy to go number one overall. So I will keep you updated on that. Of course, a long time until the draft, but wanted to give you that strategy. I'm doing the same with the MVP market. We know they want to give the MVP to a quarterback. They always prefer to give the MVP to a quarterback. We've seen monster seasons out of running backs and wide receivers and things like that, and they have not won MVP. The MVP is a quarterback award. And that's why at the top, you see all these guys, the top 8, 9, 10, 12, the top 14, 16 guys for MVP are all quarterbacks, right? And some are very short. Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Rodgers, Brady, Burrow, Russ Wilson, Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts are all, actually, I'm going to remove Jalen Hurts. Dak Prescott are all 16 to 1 or shorter to win MVP at DraftKings anyway. And the reason I'm saying this is you need to shop around because where I have started to kind of build this portfolio in the MVP market is with long shot quarterbacks. Because again, they want to give it to a quarterback. And what if a guy, and I, I, the reason I bring up Jalen Hurts is because that's where I started my, my portfolio, portfolio building is with Jalen Hurts. You can find Jalen Hurts at 40 to 1 to win the MVP. 40 to 1 to win the MVP on Jalen Hurts. Playing on a team that is easily in the mix to win the division. The Cowboys are plus 130 to win the East. The Eagles are plus 165. What if the Cowboys are not near as good as we think? The Eagles own this division. That is not out of the realm of possibility. The Commanders went and got Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is terrible. So I love starting to build this portfolio, the MVP market for long shot quarterbacks with Jalen Hurts. And again, you can find him at 40 to one out there to win the MVP. So we do that. And then we start to look at some of these other quarterbacks. And I'm typically, I'm trying to focus on NFC guys because listen, I just read you the top here, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, 
Burrow, Wilson, every one of those AFC guys. Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, your three top, your your three favorites, all AFC guys. So I want a guy that has an easier path than having to outplay one of these other guys in his in in the in conference. I want a guy that's in the weaker conference who might can turn a nine win team, let's call the Eagles a nine win team, into an eleven or twelve win team if he plays you know, in his like 90th percentile outcome. So I really like a guy like Jalen Hurts, another guy that I like. And listen, is the likelihood of this happening? That's not what we're trying to do here. We're trying to build a portfolio of long shot guys. And if they hit their kind of 90th, 95th outcome, then we're rolling in it. And that's why I have a ticket on Kirk Cousins as well, which you can find 60 to one to win the MVP. He's playing in a a division that a lot of very smart people are saying is actually up for grabs, that this is not like, oh, we're just going to hand this thing over yet again to the Green Bay Packers, despite the fact they're minus 175 to win the division. The Vikings did some good stuff in the offseason. They have a top five wide receiver in all of the game. Could Kirk Cousins unseed the Packers and have this Vikings team kind of contending for one of those top seeds in the NFC? And if that's the case, you're going to have mentions of him for MVP and you're going to have a 60 to one ticket in your, in your account. We're not putting big bets on this stuff, guys. We're just putting down bets to start to build a portfolio of some of these longer shot quarterbacks for an award that we know they want to give to a quarterback. So give me a Kirk Cousins ticket. Give me a Jalen Hurts ticket. Is it out of the range of possibilities for me before this is all said and done to have a Trey Lance and even maybe even a Justin, uh, uh, Jim, uh golly, sorry about that. A Jameis Winston ticket as well. It's probably not. And again, for all the reasons I just mentioned, you can find Trey Lance at 60 to one. You can find Jameis Winston at 150 to 1. 150 to 1 to win the MVP. Jameis Winston was actually playing pretty well before he got hurt last season. So again, we're not putting big money on this. We're just building a portfolio, long shot quarterbacks. And if we if we happen to uh if we happen to hit their their ceiling for a season, then we're gonna nail this. Anyway, like I said, I'll be your guinea pig if you don't want to go along, go along with me for the ride. But I think this is a solid way to start to get involved with the draft this particular season with all of these quarterbacks that are supposed to be amazing. And then maybe every year for the MVP, this would be the way to go about it. 
You tell me we play this out. Jameis Winston doesn't win this thing one in 150 seasons. Jameis Winston doesn't have this Saints team as a maybe a top two seed one in 150 seasons. Getting Michael Thomas back, drafting Crystal Lave, Jarvis Landry there as a possession receiver. You still have Alvin Kamara catching passes out of the backfield. So, like to have that in there as well. And as promised, we'll do some memorial here, some golf. Um, if you're catching this, again, I, I told you to fast forward. This thing tees off on, on Thursday morning, so hopefully you're getting this on Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. Uh, just real quick, look, this I, I don't love this tournament, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, this course, it seems like they're trying to say, might play very differently than we've seen in the past. Certainly, they think the greens are going to be ridiculously hard. So not a huge card for me this week. I'm going to have four outright bets. Matt Fitzpatrick, Max Homa, Joaquin Neiman, Sung J.M. I have top 20 bets on all four of those as well. Shane Lowry, I have a top 10 and a top 20 bet on. Top 30, Mito Pereira, Cam Young. And then top 40, Alex Noren, Chris Kirk. Every single one of those placement market bets are either minus 110 or better. So you're not laying any more juice than minus 110. And most of them, you're getting plus money. On those guys. And it's just uh, this tournament. Listen, I wanted a guy. If you're looking at the model that I built. Basically want a guy good at approach, has a little bit of distance, factored in good drives because you can't spray it here. There's going to be bad rough. That said, with these greens being so fast, you might not be able to hold the greens as it is anyway. So I want a guy who can scramble, put in some scrambling, put in some strokes gained around the green. You basically have to score on the par fives here. So big emphasis on par five scoring. And then just some overall stats because I wanted to be able to compare who's been doing well recently, and then also long-term, just uh, total on, just strokes gain total, tee to green here, and then strokes gain off the tee. And that's kind of how I built the model. Three put, a little, tiny little bit on, on three-putt avoidance because I don't want guys just, you know, losing the tournament with a whole bunch of three and four putts and stuff like that. But uh, with that, I saw the value in those players. Again, Matt Fitzpatrick, Max Homa, Joaquin Neiman, Sung J.M. Placement market. Stuff on Shane Lowry, Mito Pereira, Cam Young, Alex Noren, and Chris Kirk here for the Memorial. You can see all of our full betting cards over in the Discord, so be sure and head over there. Just go to thelines.com, look in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see the Discord button. Join the Discord, get in on the conversation. It's not just golf, talking every single sport in there, and also free money giveaways. That is a great reason to do that as well. Be a member of the community. Get some free money. Go about it that way. Guys, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at Matt Brown M2. I'll be back with somebody next week. I promise you, you won't have to just listen to me. I'll be back with somebody next week. We'll go through what we're seeing in the NBA finals. We'll do an update on the baseball side of things as well. We're always talking golf. Maybe a little NHL as well. Until then, good luck on all your bets. 
Bet basketball, baseball, or hockey with a risk-free bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up and use bonus code THELINES and you're on your way with the king of sportsbooks. Get the BetMGM app today and use promo code THELINES to make a risk-free bet up to $600. This is a new customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. <laughs> 